what's up everybody welcome back to another great episode of three putts later as always i'm your host ryan sylvester and this podcast is brought to you by toby moon productions christmas is right around the corner so i do want to wish everyone a very merry christmas and a happy new year uh hopefully everyone is in the holiday spirit uh i'm i'm getting there i'm i'm pretty much there we had a dumping of snow uh presents underneath the tree and uh i'm very excited for the next couple of days um get to get to see some family and friends and exchange gifts and and just uh be around some good people so uh that's what i'm looking forward to um it's been a while since i've been uh been on the podcast and i think uh, i've had some time to jot down a few things that i thought were noteworthy i've had some time um you know to to do this uh right before the holiday i don't know when i'll get back to it but like i said this is a uh this is not going to be a regimented schedule it's going to be pretty much when i feel like i have something to say and i can find some time that's when i'm gonna do it so on the docket today uh we're gonna talk about some winter golf uh we're getting close to golf not being uh able to be played we like i said we had snow so right now if you're up by me you're not playing but down south south jersey you got it um uh, other places like florida you don't have to worry about this um you know myrtle beach uh winter golf always a fun time um but we'll we'll get into that, that that discussion um secondly uh tiger and his son charlie uh about it was like last week or so played in their first golf tournament and i want to give my first uh kind of knee-jerk reaction uh to it and a quick take won't spend a lot of time on it but i did i uh, was overly impressed uh and lastly on on the list is a golf hypothetical that was brought up in the golf shop uh a couple days ago that led to some uh some interesting conversations so I will I'll lay it out there. I'll kind of give you the sense of what everyone was feeling and what I would do uh, in the golf hypothetical. So uh, getting right into it, uh, winter golf, uh, I think it's a very personal thing. Uh, many people, you know, don't mind it. Uh, for me personally, it, it there's a lot of factors that go into if I'm going to play uh, around in the wintertime. And also I think everyone's timeline of winter is different. September, October are great months for golf. And I think a lot of people are missing out on it. Um, sorry for the cutout there a little bit. But uh, August, September, and October, those are great months for golf. You get into November, December, it's a little colder, a little bit harder. Um, but there are some pros to it. And not as many people are out there playing. So you basically have the course to yourself. Um, pace of play is always great. Lift clean in place if you're not playing to uh, to the tee. Uh, also, score sometimes it really doesn't matter in those months. You just be happy to be out. And uh, if 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 there's a financial barrier for you to play golf, you may get a few extra rounds in in the in the months of you know mid uh, you know October, November, December with reduced green fees and you know maybe instead of taking a cart you walk a little bit keep you a little bit warmer and uh you know that helps out on the cost to get you a couple extra rounds in the year now for the cons i'm a layer kind of person 
So I have layers and layers and layers. It could be mid 40s and I'm coming into work with layers. I get made fun of for it. But if it gets warm, you take a layer off. If it gets cold, you put a layer on. You have options. I like to have options. You don't want to ever be in a point where you're like, oh, I'm too hot. I can't take anything off. Or, or you know, oh, I, I underprepared. It's way too cold. I'm freezing. You know, so I always like to be on top of it. Have layers. You can always take off. No big deal. Secondly, a con for winter golf is most of the time the courses are wet. Drainage kind of gets hampered. Ground's a little bit harder. Um, wet conditions are tough to play in anyway, but you can get those anytime. So, but I've found you know more or less in the uh, in the winter months, uh, it, it does get a little bit wet. The drainage isn't as good. Um, so no one, you know, no one likes mud balls, Bubba Watson style. But, uh, and, and lastly, the con is you have to keep your hands warm. And if your hands get cold, you're done. You're shot. So I think it's like a huge thing is just the fight and battle to keep your hands warm. Uh, whether that's hand warmers or gloves, mittens, or, um, you know, hand pouches, whatever it takes you got to keep those hands warm so i played my fair share of winter winter rounds um and i've had some enjoyable winter rounds but i've had some not enjoyable rounds so like i said it's personal preference um let me know see if you can change my mind uh you know message me on instagram at three putts later pod let me know your thoughts uh because i'm open to be persuaded to play a couple extra rounds in in, in the wintertime um, but that's where I'm at right now. It has it, a lot of factors have to be in to playing. Um, it can't just be, you know, super cold, windy. I'm out. Um, but moving on, I digress. We'll, we'll move on from, from winter golf and we'll get into my, uh, quick reaction on the Tiger Charlie saga that was at the PNC over the weekend and uh, the amount of tension it brought, and like I said before, I was I was impressed. Um, I think it was a great showing. Um, the kid can play golf. Um, I think everyone kind of knew that going into this, but this was at a level of like I didn't know how he was going to play coming out, but it seemed like Tiger and him had no worries. They just knew he was going to go out there and light it up. Um, to have his first ever eagle, that's awesome. I think it's uh, it, was, it was awesome to see. It's awesome to see the father-son dynamic. Uh, I think you, being an 11-year-old in that capacity and having Tiger Woods as your father uh, opens the door for a lot of things. And I think, you know, just by watching his mannerisms and his attitude out on the golf course, um, you know, I, there there is a great future in golf if he decides to go that route. He's 11. It's hard to really push him towards anything right now. But regardless, he has this memory, this, this memory, which I think will be more and more, um, and he, he gets to play with his dad. So... Um, I think that this was 
so good for so many things for golf. Um, I always kind of look at the industry as a whole and try to figure out, I think, Tiger Woods has a huge effect on the golf industry and has had a huge effect on the golf industry. Um, now with his, with the two of them, uh, it was, it was huge for golf. It was good TV. It was good for anyone interested. It was good for the fan base of Tiger. It was good for the junior golfers watching Look how much fun he was having with his dad. I, I want to have that. Those you know junior golfers who are hesitant to do something or have had the inkling to get into it and saw this, then now their minds could be changed. I know there's so many other sports out there, but those stop at a point. Golf, you're going to be able to have for a lot longer. I can, I can guarantee it. Um, so... I think it was it was ultimately great and if that was the best thing to come out of 2020 then so be it because that was it was a treat to watch it was fun to watch it was fun the build up to it that the basically beginning middle and end was was awesome so that's my thoughts on tiger try i do believe you're going to see more of him in the future i hope i hope we do now vegas has put a seven to one odds on him to win a major championship i think that's an ongoing thing you know i think that's way too early for an 11 year old to be put on but at the same time uh kudos to him (laughs) for for showcasing his abilities out there on the golf course and then leading to that seven to one um so like i said i do believe we will see more of him in the future but it's too early to tell who knows Things could change very, very quickly. Um, but last but not least, uh, this golf hypothetical. And uh, it kind of came out of the blue one day in the shop. And uh, kind of caught us all by surprise. But it actually, it's a really good good thought. And it, oh, it leads to uh, an awesome conversation. It could go many different ways. Think everyone will view this hypothetical differently, but I'll kind of give my thought on it and my what I would do, uh, and kind of what the overall reaction was to it. So first off, I'll go into what it actually is, and it's a uh, it's a it's a par three challenge, hole in one, par three hole in one challenge. You get to pick the yardage, pick the hole anywhere in the world. Um, and you have 60 days to complete it. Uh, if you get the hole in one, you get $5 million. If you don't, and after the 60 days you do not get the hole in one, you are then five years in jail. Um, so kind of risk-reward kind of deal. Um, my initial thought was uh, absolutely not. Um, I'm not certainly risking uh, jail time. For anything golf related especially a hole-in-one which takes a lot more luck than and skill um so initially i was out i would not have participated in this challenge i would have just wouldn't even entertained it now gets into a lot of the factors that you can change in it that would make it worthwhile before i get into that the feel around 
the the group when this was brought up. I had already made my mind up. I believe one other person had already made his mind up upon hearing it. Others were like, I'm in. That's easy. And to me, that was crazy. But to them, it was not because they had probably been, they're a good golfer. Not that I'm not a good golfer, but I don't play as much. But at a consistent basis, if if you play golf uh, a lot or you've had a recent round, you're probably feeling good. Yeah, I could do that. No problem. Other people, if you just had a bad round of golf, I think you're like, no, no way. I'm out. And for me, I don't believe the odds are in your favor. Um, Whole ones, like I said, are a lot more luck-based than skill. If you haven't listened to my hole-in-one experience, uh, please do. It's an episode on the podcast. Um, Zero skill. All luck. It was a fluke thing. So I think people, you know, but one of the guys that was in the in the group has had seven or eight hole in ones, so to him, a hole in one is not that elusive. But for other people who have played tons of golf, are good players, and haven't seen that hole in one, are going to be very reluctant because they understand that it has eluded them for a a lot longer than someone who has seven of them. I have one, and it was all luck. It had nothing to do with skill. All I had to do was basically get the ball in the air, and I think it was just, it was going to happen. So, a lot of factors. Now, getting into the changes that you could do to make it, more, I guess, eye-opening kind of gets you to maybe do it. For me, I would need a lot longer. I would need weather stipulation in the contract that if it rains or the conditions aren't perfect, I get an extra, whatever, how many days it is, I get extra time. I would have to pick a 120 to 125-yard par 3 with something that kind of slopes down to the hole. Um, and I think you need to raise the $5 million to about 50 Not that $5 million isn't a substantial number. But if I'm risking prison time, I want to make sure I'm set. I don't want to just have the possibility of being set. I want to be able to know I'm set. So $50 million to me, in my mind, everyone's different. That may be in a huge number. Other people may think that's very small. But for me, $50 million, I'm set. Now, I would have to have an also stipulation in the clause of the jail time. I'm not going to any hardcore jail. This is going to be like house arrest. That's it. I'm not going to hardcore stuff for this for, for not doing anything. It's because I couldn't get a hole in one. That's where my mind goes. I'm not risking this. I'm not I would not do well in jail. It's just not gonna be good. I can't go to hard jail. I have to go to like soft jail, something very nice, something like where all the millionaires get to go to. That's what I would want. Give me a little thing on my on my ankle. Call me, call it even. 
okay? Then I would entertain the possibility of doing this. I'm not saying I would do it. I would entertain. That's me. Other people, I feel like you would jump right on board. I, other people, I think it would take a lot more. I think you would have to change even the 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 risk. Maybe you have to eat a jalapeno pepper. Something like that would probably get someone to do it. Or give me a week to do it. And also, you know, is it I I get I have to dedicate those six, 60 days. You know, I have a job. I have this. I you have the house. You have this. You have all these other things. You got a family to take care of. You got all these things. Um, does that affect the time that you're going to be able to put in to hitting golf balls? Now, I think if you dedicate your time and the whole 60 days to it, I think you get, you know, 500 quality shots in, and I think you can hit, you know, rapidly through the rest. I'd probably push 700, 750 in a day. And maybe after, you know, maybe through the first week, it's a little bit less because you're a little bit more fatigued. But once you get that swing going, you know, maybe. So like I said, it's a lot of factors. But open up for a great discussion. I think, like I said, in the group, I already knew off the bat before even uh, with just a normal clause, normal discussion, what the hypothetical was, there were at least two of us that were, nope. Not even going to entertain it. Not even like you said it. Didn't even say. I I don't want to even hear it. I'm out. Once I heard, you know, prison time, I'm out. Other people are like, "Uh, you know, I've risked more (laughs) than that. Or, you know what? That's not a bad, that's not a bad return. Five million. I'm risking five years of my life, but five million dollars is a lot. Um, so I urge everyone to have this conversation or this hypothetical brought up, uh, you know, during family time or during the holidays when you're seeing family, friends, um, colleagues, I think it's, uh, those of you who like golf, you can even put this into a non-golf term. And I think it opens the door for a really fruitful discussion. That's all for this episode on three putts later. Uh, make sure to visit our Instagram page at Three Putts Later Pod. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you may listen to your favorite podcasts, so that way you never miss an episode. Uh, while you're there, if you wouldn't mind and you found value or enjoyed the podcast, uh, we'd appreciate a rating or a um, a review on on the episode on the podcast in general. I'm always open for uh, for constructive criticism. Um, I'd love to see, um, if I'm making progress, um, if you don't want to do that, if you would just simply tell a friend about the podcast, that would help out as well. Um, like I said, I'm reaching, almost reaching my one year on the, uh, on the podcast. So, um, like I said, I'm kind of doing this on a, when I feel like basis, not a regular deal. Uh, I got a lot of other stuff going on, but this has been an awesome outlet for me. And hopefully has uh, entertained a few people. Um, like I said, if it's two people that listen to it or 200, uh, I find enjoyment out of this. I'm going to keep doing it uh, for as long as I, as, as I can. 
Um, So again, thank you all for listening. And until next time, take care.